at Excel, Excel, it's all about numbers. In a world driven by data, information is power and excellence is a brand. We are data analytics firm that solves high impact business problem using data and technology. Our solutions are built with scalability, security, and performance in mind, providing end-to-end -end services in the field of data analytics and data visualization. It is managed by a team of experienced professionals from the field of technology, finance, and operations. Our consultants are passionate, disciplined, and innovative. So let me brief about this EIE Fresh Talk. Excellent Excel presents a fresh and brand new talk show that is EIE Fresh Talk, where we'll be hosting great leaders and subject matter experts from various fields to speak regularly on variety of topics, ranging from analytics and finance to financial modeling and many more. These sessions are intended to offer the viewers to listen to the esteemed speakers and interact with them to have their queries addressed. So stay tuned for upcoming sessions. Let's get started with the session. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's session. Our topic of the session is on inventory analysis by CA Premlata Daga. CA Premlata Daga is a chartered accountant and educator by passion. She specializes in internal control, system, and business management consultancy. Has conducted 500 plus sessions on financial investigation through Tally. A youngest contributor for book investigations, techniques for income tax articles, published by CBDT, has awarded with Women of Substance Award 2018-19 by She Fest and even by Times of India. Okay, so we have a, a small question. We will be taking this in tally, and then we will be working out how the same should. Uh, be recorded and at the same time how the people can manipulate it or what are the common errors so now let's have a small question we'll take a question where there is a manufacturing concern and that manufacturing concern will have a small uh, entries to be recorded this is a small example where we have raw material one lakh kgs of raw chilies purchased at the rate of 100, that is total 1 crore rupees. The input-output ratio, every manufacturing concerns have an input-output ratio. That means how much of the raw material required to make the final finished goods. So in this illustration, we have assumed it to be at 80%. That means in order to get a finished goods of 100 kgs, we need 125 kgs of raw material. So this is the meaning of input-output ratio. What is the relation between the raw material and the finished goods? For the sake of this particular question, it has been assumed at 80%. We have kept the question very simple so that we understand the concept behind this entries. So in this question, we have purchased 1 lakh kgs of raw material at the rate of 100 each, making it as 1 crore. The input-output ratio is 80%. That means in order to get 75,000 kgs of finished goods, we need 
93,750 kgs of raw material. And if we multiply it by 100, that will give us a value of 93,75,000. The closing stock of raw material will be the difference between the purchased goods and the goods consumed. That is in this case, 6,25,000. I hope this part is clear. Now coming to the second part. In order to calculate the cost of the finished goods, that is 75,000 kgs of finished goods, that is chili powder, what expenses the entity has entered? The raw material cost is 93.75 that we have calculated here. Labor cost is 5 lakh rupees and electricity cost is 2 lakh rupees. That means my total cost for 75,000 kgs of finished goods is 1 crore 75 lakhs. Cost per unit. If you divide this total cost with 75,000, you will get 134.33. This is per kg cost of your finished goods. Profit the company wants at 20% of the total cost. So 20% of this value is 26.87. And my total selling price should be cost plus profit, which is 161.20. The quantity sold is 70, uh, the quantity sold here is 60,000 kgs. So if I multiply this with the cost, this is my total sale value. And this should be the closing value of my finished goods stock. So this is what we want to do. This is an example in Excel. And if my accounting is correct, then the same should be reflected in my trial balance. Uh, I mean, in my tally also. We should have a profit of 16,12,000. If the tally gives this profit, that means your accounting is correct. And if it doesn't give this profit, that means there is something wrong. So now let's do it in tally. So here we are on the tally screen. Firstly, we will have normal accounting entries. That means the accounting entry for uh, goods purchased. The expenses incurred. And then the important part will come that how we are going to give the consumption entry. There are different ways how consumption entries can be given. But one of the best way is by defining the bill of material. There is a provision in tally that you can create a bill of material. Now let's see how. First, we will pass the regular entries. I understand all those who are listening to this video have a basic knowledge of tally. So we are not going to get in-depth for these entries. We have purchases. My item is raw chilies. Quantity is 1 lakh at the rate of 100 rupees, which is giving me a total purchases of 1 crore. For simplicity, I'm taking it into cash. So this is the purchase entry. Next, we have to enter the electricity charges and the labor charges, which is labor is 5 lakh and electricity is 2 lakh respectively. So electricity charges will be 5 lakh here. I'll pass a combined entry for labor charges at 2 lakhs. 
My total expense for the processing charges is 7 lakh rupees. Done. So we are done with two entries. There is no difference in passing the regular expense entry that is to be passed in the normal way as we used to do it so far. Now comes the important part and that is the bill of material. What is bill of material and how we can give it? Bill of material is basically the details of the input cost required or the raw materials required in the standard ratio to have your finished goods. But for that, we need to do certain um, settings. You need to first create a voucher type. That voucher type creation option is available under masters. Go to accounts info, go to voucher types and create. I'm writing it as manufacturing entry voucher. You have to select what is the nature. The nature of this voucher is stock journal. And here you have to give the command that it should be treated as a manufacturing journal. Yes, enter, enter. So we are done with one part. We have defined the manufacturing voucher. Now you have to go to your inventory info and in stock items, we need to create our final goods. My finished product is chili powder. By default setting of tally will look like this. In order to uh, give advanced setting, we need to give it to configuration. So my finished product is, uh, sorry, chili powder. Units would be kgs. And in configuration, I have to say yes for this enable bill of material option. By default, this option is no. Once you turn it to yes, here you will have an option, set components. Turn this to yes, and you will be given this uh, dialog box. Here we have to define what we are making is uh, the bill of material for chili powder, unit of manufacture. This means that whatever details you are giving is for how many quantities. So this is for 100 kgs. You can define it for any quantity. Whatever ratio you define here, that ratio will hold good for all the entries that you put. So if I'm saying it here, 100 kgs, and uh, in this uh, item list, I'm giving the details about the quantity consumed, then this ratio of 100 to 125 will hold good for every accounting entry that you pass using this bill of material. So this is 125. We have only one material here. If in case your product is having more than one items, you can list it down in this particular dialog box. Whatever ratios you're putting or whatever item you're putting, you have to take care that it should be in reference to this 100 kgs of finished good. So that you should create first in Excel so that later on you can finally work on it. So we are done with this uh, bill of material part. Now coming to the entry part, how to pass that entry? For passing the uh, consumption entry, you have to go through inventory vouchers. In the inventory voucher, when you enter, 
you will see this by default stock journal. This by default stock journal has to be changed to the stock journal voucher that we have recently created. For that, you have to press Alt F7 and select the list, uh, uh, the voucher that you want from the list of vouchers. Once you do so, the screen will get changed to the manufacturing entry voucher. My name of product is chili powder. Go down is main. Now here, when you're putting this value, you have to mention the quantity of finished goods produced. So in our question, we have manufactured 75,000 kgs of chili powder. Enter. The moment you put this, this raw material calculation will automatically be done based upon the ratios you have given while defining the bill of material for this particular finished goods. So there we have given that 100 kgs finished goods required 125 kgs of raw material. So in the same ratio, how much quantity will be required for 75,000 kgs of finished goods? So that has been calculated at 93,750. And if you remember, our Excel sheet also defined the same quantity. So this is correct. Now we are done with this part. If your finished goods is having any byproduct, that means multiple items are being manufactured in the same raw material cycle, then you can write that byproducts or co-products in this particular area. Presently, there is nothing. Now coming to the last part of this, here we have to add the additional cost. Additional cost in our case is labor and electricity. There are two options basically. Either you can give it as a percentage of your raw material cost, or if you want to give as a direct figure, then that option is also available. So right now I'm giving here as electricity expense, which is two lakhs, and my labor charges, which is seven lakhs. Once you define this, it will automatically be considered as a cost and, sorry, labor charges is So here you get the effective rate of your item, which is 134.33 kgs. If you remember that in our Excel sheet also, we have calculated the same cost by applying the same logic. Here also you have, in this sheet also, raw material is 93.75 by that 80% ratio. You have 5 lakh and 2 lakh as the cost. And once you divide it, you get 134.33. And this is your effective per kg cost of your finished goods. Tally should also give the same rate. That is one checkpoint that will ensure that whatever we have done so far is correct. Now let's move back to our tally accounting entries. So once we are done with this, let's complete this voucher. Done. Now let's first check what is the impact of this accounting entry. When I go to my stock summary, in my stock summary, I have chili powder at 75,000 kgs, rate is 134.33, and this is the value of my finished goods. And then you have the remaining balance of your raw material also. So this automatically gets calculated once you pass the consumption entry. 
So this is the stock of raw material left and this is the stock of finished goods produced. Now let's pass an accounting entry for sale of these goods. This will be a sale voucher. I'm taking it in cash again for simplicity. Item that we are selling is chili powder. Quantity sold is 60,000. And the price that we have decided for a finished good was 161.20. That is 96,000, 96,72,000. So this accounting entry tells you about the sale of your uh, finished goods. Enter, enter, done. Once you pass the sale entry, let's check our stock summary again. Now, what is it is showing? If I expand this by F12, this is showing that during the year, you have manufactured 75,000 kgs of finished goods out of which 60,000 has been sold and 50,000 is lying in your stock. This 15,000 has been valued at the cost of 134.33. This is the stock of your raw material. One lakh kgs was produce, uh, was purchased, out of which 93,750 was consumed, and closing stock of your raw material is 6,250. If you go to your PNL account, it is giving you a profit of 16 lakh 12,000, approximately, almost 16 12,000. This is the gross profit that you have from this entire accounting exercise. This, whatever we have done so far, is the correct way of recording a manufacturing related transaction in tally. Now comes the important part. What happens actually in the accounts maintained by these entities? What are the possibilities of errors or uh, mistakes that is done? So let's uh, revisit our accounting entry. If I go to display and daybook, I'll just enter into this entry. Now, what are the possible errors here and what are the drawback of the tally system? What are the uh, missing internal controls in tally system? First thing, if you think that this uh, bill of material, what you have said, is going to remain standard every time and there is no chance of manipulating it, then you are wrong. If I put 75,000 here, then obviously I do get this 93,750 and automatically calculated figure but unfortunately, there is no internal control to uh, stop editing of this particular. I can anytime go and edit this also. If I make it 95,000, still my accounting entry will be taken care. So once, even though bill of material entries have been uh, passed, I mean bill of material has been created, but that doesn't mean that tally will now not allow to manipulate it or change it. If I change this to 95,000, still my entry will be processed. And if I close this, this will have impact everywhere in my accounts. My profit has reduced by 15, uh, to 15 lakh 12,000. Now, if you think that if you're auditing a uh, party and uh, your uh, um, entity, and in that case, a bill of material has already been created, and now you cannot edit that, then your assumption is incorrect. Whenever your account, you're auditing a particular company which is into manufacturing unit, you must check it manually whether the input-output ratio is actually as defined in the bill of material. Because there is no inbuilt control to further change it once you set the standards. This is one error. 
Coming to the second error, again, I'll go to the same entry. If you don't put this, that is the electricity and labor charges as a part of your cost, this will again impact your profitability. Now, what will happen if you don't put this? Your per cost, per unit cost of finished product will go down. What is the impact of this particular case? If you don't put this, then in that case, your closing stock is undervalued. The cost of indirect expenses incurred to make that finished goods, if not proportionately added to the cost of your finished goods, then your closing stock is undervalued to that extent. An undervaluation of closing stock will result into reduction in profit. So if I go to my PL account, my, my direct expenses here is 7 lakh, but this proportionately has not been added in this closing stock, again further reducing my profit. So this is again one of the possible errors which can take place if the direct expenses has not been entered correctly. One more interesting uh, item of this uh, tally thing is there is no inbuilt control on the inventories. So if you see that present profit is 13,71,000 or roughly 13,72,000 and if you want to reduce it by say 3 lakh rupees further then what is one of the easiest way to do this? Unfortunately when I pass an accounting entry here suppose this company has purchased one more raw material so if you don't consume that raw material, then technically it should get added to your closing stock and should not have any impact on your purchases. So if we assume that company is having total purchases of one crore rupees and a second purchase was also done for three lakh rupees. So what will be the impact on profit? Technically, there should not be any impact because once you add it here, it should automatically get added to your closing stock. If not, consumed during the year. Now let's see what will happen if you pass an entry in tally. When I pass an entry in tally, it is not mandatory to give the quantitative details. Even though I have selected accounts with inventory, even though there is a provision to give quantitative details, Still, Tally is not making it mandatory to make the quantitative details in every accounting entry that I pass for purchases and sales. That means if I press enter, then inventory information is skipped. And if I record my purchases right now here, the entry will be passed. There is no accounting error here. It will very much be accepted. And what is the impact of this entry on my profit? It has reduced it by 3 lakhs. Everybody here comes from a commerce background and you know it well that the purchase cost is not an expense if the same has not been sold or consumed during the year. It should add weight to your closing stock having no impact on your profit. But unfortunately, Tally doesn't restrict this. If you pass any purchase entry, 
without putting in the inventory details, then the purchase entry very much gets processed. But unfortunately, that will not be added to your closing stock, resulting into reduction in profit to the extent of the purchase value. One more missing inbuilt control in tally. If you see your stock, here you are having raw chilies of 5,000 kgs. If you want to reduce this stock by further 3 lakh rupees, I can do this for the existing stock also. How? If I reduce my closing stock of raw material by 3 lakh, my profit will automatically go down by 3 lakhs. How to do this? Now I am getting into an accounting voucher. This is a normal accounting voucher. Sorry, uh, you have to get into inventory voucher, the normal inventory voucher. Name of the item. This is the source and this is the destination. That means here we put the raw material consumed and here we put the finished goods produced. So right now I'm putting raw materials here. Quantity, 3,000 uh, 3, kgs at the rate of 100. So what I did in this accounting entry, I have consumed 3,000 kgs of raw material. Now, technically, if you consume raw material, then there must be a finished goods or some destination for it. These type of entries are passed for uh, transferring goods from one place to another. That means if you're having multiple go downs, you can transfer your stock from one stock. But as a common sense, this voucher should make it mandatory that if you're putting something into source, there has to be something into destination to complete the voucher. But this is not true in tally. If I'm putting the source as 3000 kgs of raw material of raw chilies has been taken from main location, either it should be transferred to some other warehouse or it should be consumed in my finished goods. So when I come to this part, I can very smoothly skip this. If I don't give anything, still my uh, accounting, uh, the stock journal voucher will be processed and accepted. So I just pass an accounting entry and done. So what I did in this, I've just consumed raw material, but I've not defined anything in the destination part. What is the impact on PNL? It has further reduced your profit by 3 lakh rupees. And this time the reduction is because of consumption of raw material without any destination. So technically that raw material cost is included here, but it has then been reduced from your closing stock. So this is also one of the missing internal controls in tally. Whatever internal controls are missing in tally, by default, that becomes an important area for audit analysis as an auditor for that company. One more and the last thing about inventory, again, for manufacturing concern. If you create an accounting uh, inventory item, there is one more setting which is possible. I'm just creating raw chilies special. I'm giving it a special name just to uh, differentiate it from other inventory. This, is, this looks like a normal inventory, 
But if you press F12, there is one possibility of considering this as an advanced item. You can see this third item. This is uh, asking you whether you want allow advanced entries in this masters, put it as yes and close this. Once you change the settings, you can see that your inventory master has now been expanded to include one additional box here. And in this behavior, you can see this item, treat all purchases as consumed. This is presently no. If you turn this to yes, then this item, that means raw chili special, as soon as you purchase it, will be considered as a consumption without passing any additional journal entry. So I've just changed the master information of one raw material here. I repeat again, if you want to put it as a consumption, you have to go with F12 configuration, allow advanced master settings here to yes. Once you do this, you will have an additional dialog box here. You have to change the settings here. Raw chilies special. All right, that is already created. So you have to just turn this to yes. So we are done with this stock item. Now let's see what happens for this particular type of settings. Again, I go to accounting voucher and again, I'm purchasing raw chilies, but this time my product is raw chili special. I'm even giving inventory information. So technically, if I'm purchasing something and giving an inventory records also, that should automatically get added to my closing stock. Now let's see what will happen here. Quantity, I'm keeping it simple to be only 1,000, that is 100 rate, only 1 lakh rupees. Enter, enter, done. So what I did, I passed accounting entry for purchasing 1,000 kgs of raw chili special. This raw chili special, recently we have changed the master information to include uh, or to consider this raw material as a consumption at the time of purchase entry itself. So let's see the impact again on your PNL. From 7,72,000, now it has reduced to 6,72,000 after you have the second entry for 1 lakh rupees. That means the material that you have purchased right now, even though you have given it inventory information, still it has not been added to your closing stock because that closing uh, stock Although that raw material by default was considered as a consumption, as an impact of the master configuration that we have done. We have discussed about quite a few methods of uh, manipulation in inventories and missing internal controls. One thing that I would like to share at the end is, how will you find this? If you want to find all such accounting entries, where stock has not been properly con uh, considered, then you have to just go to your stock summary. Go to your stock summary and change the configuration. Press F12. Show opening balance, yes. Inwards, yes. Outwards, yes. And see that you should say this yes also, that all the items, even though having a zero balance, should be included here as yes and done.
So now if you see the screen for the items like this, where the raw chilies were directly considered as consumption, you can see there is nothing in the outward column. In the outward column, you cannot see any rate or value. The reason being, there is no rate and value given at the time of considering at consumption. But there was one more entry in raw chilies also. If you get into these entries, here also you can find that in this raw chilies, the first was correct entry and the second was a manufacturing entry. But the third one, you can see there is nothing in the particulars column and there is nothing in the inward column also. That means this entry is also a doubtful entry. All such type of accounting entries, you should certainly locate and should go into detail to check what was the reason of passing such entries. Sometimes it can be a genuine reason, like maybe uh, abnormal loss, maybe some uh, scrap or something like that. If that is the case, then it is fine. But if the amount is significant and uh, you don't find it to be reasonable enough considering the size of the entity, then certainly you should go into the details and report it. This was all about manufacturing entities how they should keep the records, what are the missing inventory controls, and how you can catchword it. This is a very, very big topic, which is not quite possible in one hour of time, but it's a very interesting topic. We often create small videos and post it on our YouTube channel with the name Clear Concepts. You can visit there. All those who are interested in learning more tally, even the basic things, or even the uh, small uh, adjustments and uh, analysis and the smart tricks to uh, find or to just work on your uh, uh, tally data for which you are doing audit. There are small, small tricks that we share uh, which will help you. Certainly your knowledge about accounts has to be very strong. Your knowledge about basics of tally needs to be very strong. And at the same time, you must have a good command over the different internal controls available, what are the missing internal controls, and what are the possibilities of manipulation in accounts. It is a very interesting topic to study further. All those who have any doubt regarding whatever we have discussed so far can put forth their comments. Uh, sir, if you are there, can we just have the questions now? my YouTube channel with the name Clear Concepts where we regularly post the tally related videos. And this is my mail ID, premlata.s.daga at the gmail.com. All those who want to connect with me or have any doubt regarding anything, they can feel free to connect with me on my mail address. And uh, you can certainly visit my channel Clear Concepts to have more videos on tally, analysis of tally, smart audit tricks, and inventory related information also. Good, thank you. We shall share the same uh, URL in the chat box after the session and also it will be available in the description mode. Thank yes. you for an outstanding presentation and sharing your inputs with us. It was very brief. I hope all the members have enriched with your knowledge. I also thank our audience for their participation, cooperation and attention. Thank you, ma'am. Have a good day. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. 
thank you premita for uh, sparing some time with us and sharing your knowledge uh, thank you excel excel